Hi, guys. Nice to see you back here. Thank you. And uh, maybe some of you migrated over from the Safe Stream show and other ones just came here direct. Uh, appreciate all of you very much. Thank you. And uh, on this particular show, Lost Arts Radio Live, this is a full version where usually I have more stuff to share with you than we have time for. But in general, for the people that just came over from Safe Stream, uh, issue a warning or a disclaimer there's some heavy duty information that we share on this one and remember that you have the option to go back and listen to reruns of the safe stream shows telling about all the things i can't say if you'd like to have it uh less controversial material you can always watch that so uh mainly something i think this time that i wanted to share with you uh something that you probably didn't expect me to ever say is that the authorities are correct they have this thing going on that you may have noticed if you haven't been asleep for the last 14 15 months they call it a pandemic right and uh, they say there is a terrible pandemic that's sweeping the world for which uh, all kinds of measures have to be adopted and have been and i'm saying that in a very real way, the rulers are, are understating um, the danger. They're also understating the number of cases. And the truth is, is a lot more serious than what they're telling you. And maybe they, not, they think you're not strong enough to hear the real story. I don't know. But um, that probably isn't the issue. They have other reasons not to tell you. And the, the truth is that almost everybody is infected. And I mean, I say almost because uh, it's very close to 100%. The reason I'm saying almost also is because I think there must be someone or some group somewhere that is not infected and that is not a case. But I haven't been able to actually find any of them yet, and I hope they exist because they represent a hope for getting through the pandemic and fully recovering. So how could that be and how would it work? It would work because at this point, after so many years of exposure, and now you might realize I'm talking about a pandemic that is not the one you thought. Anybody who's still not infected, we know that they're carrying a very powerful immune system element that could actually spread to others, spread the immunity to others. Just the opposite of what they are wanting to do with this spike protein transmission thing. And yeah, I forgot to mention, I'm not talking about any virus at the moment. I'm talking about the real pandemic. Are you aware what it is? Have you heard about it? You've been listening to any shows that they've been telling you what it is? I don't know. Um, so what's the disease that has spread all over the world that I'm talking about in this pandemic? And I'll tell you in a minute, but first of all, see if you can guess what it is. What do you think the real pandemic is? If it's not, if I'm not talking about a virus, it's not like the pandemic that w you've heard about where most, most of the so-called cases are people that aren't even sick. And in, in that pandemic, you get tested by a test that's really not testing for a virus, as David has said many times. And it can be, the reason it's not a valid test is you can set it for positive or negative. It's like, I mean, people would have a hard time even grasping the magnitude of that kind of deception. The PCR procedure, I wouldn't even call it a test. If you s turn it down, then it turns out negative. And you turn it up and it turns out positive. I'm, I mean, even if you're not a human, as some of the brilliant leaders in Africa have discovered, if you're, I'm, I'm not being prejudiced against the people who had this done that were not people or not humans but like one of them was a can of coca-cola one of them was uh, a uh, what kind of animal was that i think there was a sheep and there was something else um, uh, maybe a cow i'm not sure and there was a soil sample also it was definitely not human and the soil sample in the coke definitely came back positive so um that should be a clue, right? That it's not entirely reliable as a sign of a real pandemic. But 
So those cases are made up and they're diagnosed by this fake procedure that the inventor is still on the internet. I guess they haven't taken it down because they don't think you'll ever look at it. His name is Kerry Mullis, K-A-R-Y-M-U-L-L-I-S. The fact that we talk about it might be the reason that our sharing our uh, our broadcast is almost down to zero. But anyway, he said that he couldn't diagnose anything. And in fact, in his words, in Kerry's own words, he said, um, you can find anything in anybody. So it's not that the whole procedure is bogus it's just it has a different use it's for magnify it's like it's like a high tech magnifying glass and and you take a sample of genetic material of any kind and if you have some really tiny thing that's barely there some little fragment of a uh, piece of DNA or something like that you can blow it up as big as you want make it look tremendous so that you can work with it and it's so valuable that Kerry got a uh, Nobel Prize for it. But he's on tape in several, on tape, I should say on video, uh, in interviews on online, explaining that it's it can't diagnose anything. It's totally impossible. So that's how the, the cases that they talk about on the news are diagnosed. Um, and they don't even have a simple standard virus sample to compare it to even cdc doesn't have one Uh, nobody that i know of has one so it's totally bogus so that fake pandemic is meant to bring in this thing they have called the great reset where for your protection everything in your life is completely micromanaged and controlled everything that you do is watched every minute Uh, we're moving toward that now uh, with injectable surveillance technology, nanobots and things like that. And that's meant to make it so that nobody does anything or goes anywhere that's not approved. And driverless cars make sure that you don't go anywhere unapproved because, after all, it's so dangerous for you to have your own car. You might go somewhere that's not on the approved list. So that has to be taken off. It's not uh, safe, it's not sustainable. It is a danger to the world. It probably increases CO2 when you go to a place that's not on the approved list, so you can't do that. And that's involved in the Great Reset. It's kind of an extension of Agenda 2030, which was uh, drawn up in 1992. Well, Agenda 21 was from 1992, a meeting in Rio de Janeiro of world representatives and world rulers. And they were saying after a while in reference to that meeting that it didn't exist, that you were completely insane if you thought it was real. And at the same time, they published uh, the results from the meeting showing that it was certain not only was it real, they explained all the benefits of it, like total surveillance and uh, total control, total cataloging of every life form and item on the face of the earth. The Great Reset goes farther. And it takes away one of the big problems with climate change, which is private property. It's really not sustainable. And um, they do guarantee, though, that when they take away your private property and you don't own anything at all, and, and Klaus Schwab has explained this for anybody that needs more detail. In fact, he wrote a book on it called The Great Reset. And that's available on Amazon. It's I've heard that it's available as a free PDF online. It's easy to get. I, I just got a copy, but I haven't had time to read it yet. <clears throat> but I've heard him talk a lot. And the main bottom line of the Great Reset, which the fake pandemic is meant to help us get into, is that you won't own anything. No matter what you own, you have to give it up. Unless, of course, you're in the, in the elite world controllers. And then, <clears throat> because they're so selfless and uh, protecting everybody else with everything they do. They get to keep what they own and take what you own, too. But for the rest of us regular people, we won't own anything, but we do have a guarantee that when you give up everything that you own, probably including your clothes and your car and everything else, and you start renting and applying for the use of things that you want to use, uh, you will be happy. 
and I'm not sure what the penalty is for not being happy, but they figure it must be a really bad penalty because they said everybody will definitely be happy. And I suspect that in various injections will help you be happy because <clears throat> there's an anti-stress vaccine that's been worked on for some time that uh, basically eats the part of your brain that can worry about anything. So it'll be the end of stress and worry and fear and anger and dissent and anything that's unique about you. And so you're guaranteed to be happy. And the rulers who formulate that vaccine will define what happiness is. So you'll be absolutely guaranteed to get it. Um, it's the enslavement of humanity not as an end result, no. It's uh, enslavement as preparation for extermination. And that one is obviously, that pandemic that leads to that is obviously fake. In fact, it's so obviously fake that nobody should have fallen for it. So why was everybody fooled? You know, if an observer came from another planet and saw everybody just believing all this nonsensical stuff, they'd think, well, how could they do that? How I don't understand. Even basic common sense would see all the inconsistencies in what was behind the so-called pandemic and say no intelligent person who's basically healthy and sane would ever believe much of any of it. So what's going on with these people that live on this planet called Earth that's an incredible planet that they're busy destroying as fast as possible? Uh, and at the same time, finding time to fight with each other and hate people who are in costumes that look different. And just really strange behavior. It's more like a giant uh, insane asylum. In fact, it's a lot like that. So the question is, why were we most of us fooled by it? So much so that, to quote uh, Peggy Hall, a friend of ours who's been on the show before, uh, we were all most of us were willing to wear these uh, self-suffocation muzzles. They're, they're things that you put over your mouth and nose to cut down the volume of breathing and make it harder to suck in uh, air with oxygen in it and much harder to get rid of all the oxygen because as you breathe out the last part of your breaths, it's heavy with CO2 and other waste, gaseous waste products from the bloodstream and the body. And those get trapped behind the self-suffocation muscle, and then you breathe them in again. And that's not a good idea. It, it's not like a health-benefiting procedure to do that. And in fact, a lot of the scientists have been coming out and saying that one of the big reasons for the 1918 uh real pandemic where there were so many people that were suffering with fatal disease is bacterial pneumonia was being spread by uh, the, the self-suffocation devices that they had at that time. And they had injections too, which were responsible for a lot of it. But people have been falling for this stuff and willing to wear the self-suffocation muzzle and stay six feet apart from each other in fat or more and stand obediently on little stickers on the floor when they're in a business of any kind or indoors. And uh, there are so many clues to where this is coming from. They, they had a little diagram. I think it might have been on the World Economic Forum website, which is worth uh, taking a look at and studying. And it showed the directions that you have to be away from any other human being or any person, even a non-human person. You have to stay away from everybody. And remember what they said in the beginning, dogs and cats can transmit the terrible pandemic. So I guess they've just been being really compassionate with us and making us not put uh, masks on dogs and cats yet. But if things get even worse, then that's one of the options on the table. Anyway, on the diagram that I saw, it shows six feet away from everybody in three different directions, which happens to be 666. I'm sure that's just a coincidence. And so we're standing on little six-foot separated uh, stickers and circles on the floor, and we think that's normal. That's the indication of a serious mental condition that people have had, and that's the pandemic that I'm talking about. Uh, but 
people have been putting up with incredible censorship and quarantines of healthy people as a basic rule in in normal health procedures you if anybody gets quarantined it's a sick people sick person who's asked to stay at home you know not come into work that day if they're obviously showing symptoms and contagion which healthy people don't the idea of quarantining health, healthy people is just something that nobody with any common sense would ever go along with and then you know if you take it to a deeper level why were the police willing to abuse people in the name of an obviously fake pandemic just to get their paycheck you know like in australia and now in canada and it's coming to the u.s it's been happening in new zealand it's been happening in many european countries in spain and the uk in france uh, a lot of places even in africa um why would the police go along with that? I mean, yeah, they want to get their paycheck. That's obviously understood. But a person who's conscious and more normal would think, wait a minute, if I just follow orders to become a mugger, a gang member, a criminal, uh, is that something okay to do? There, There's this thing they used to have called morality and ethical behavior. And I'm violating that, and I can't do it. So I'm going to get together with everybody else who is still semi-sane in my department and say, we're not doing any of this. And in fact, we'll bring legal action against the people who are ordering it to be done. That would be a normal response. But not to beat up in club, you know, in all these videos out of Australia, for example, families and women coming out of their apartment building to get some fresh air and the mask is partially off or all the way off and the police move in and, and throw them on the pavement and in some cases start hitting them with clubs that that shouldn't be normal so what's the mental condition that that indicates why were the health authorities willing to become tyrants using their authority to tell us complete nonsense that most of them actually still believe which which is a sign of a serious mental condition um the reason is because unfortunately the pandemic i'm talking about is real um but did you guess or do you know what it is what the real pandemic is that almost everybody is infected by there's no fake test like PCR to identify cases and the only diagnosis that you can do is based on the symptoms. You see different signs of insanity and observing the behavior of the person to tell if he or she is a case. What are the symptoms? Well, the disease shows up differently in different types of people. And one thing we can say about all the types, though, all the symptoms all of them are mostly psychological and mental and emotional and there a whole range of mental disorders and variations of i guess the one disease is insanity and it's swept the, the planet e- even in the u.s there are um some of the politicians like some governors are saying well you shouldn't actually force people to lose their livelihoods, ruin their business, stay away from all the people that they care about, wear these self-suffocation muscles. You shouldn't force that. Um, So some of them are working against that, like in Florida and uh, other places like that. But they still believe that injecting poison into all the individual people through a hollow needle into their body is the really great solution that's going to be the end to the whole thing. And any sane person would realize that proposal is completely absurd. And it's not just that your intuition should tell you it's absurd. The history of injecting people with these poisonous compounds and toxic material has a history of going back to at least the end of the 1700s. And it was maiming and killing people then. And it's been seriously enhanced in the intermediate time since that time there's much worse ingredients in it now and people are so brainwashed at this point that even the doctors and the authorities in public health and people like that 
they don't even know what's in it. And they just say, do it. Or some of them actually administer it themselves. So there are different symptoms of insanity that people get in this real pandemic. And um, it's hard to guess what se- which set of symptoms you might get. But one of them, the, probably the worst, is where the person who has this infection identifies themselves as pure evil. And that's how they live their life. Not for money, not for power, not for anything else. They just love and worship evil. And it's pretty rare, uh, looking at the whole world population. It, it's probably a, maybe a hundred or a few hundred people out of the whole world population. So that's like... have that level of infection where they have become uh, the reflection of evil. And these people are often super intelligent. A lot of them have incredible organizational abilities and they create and manage uh, complicated worldwide operating structures. But they have a strange quality about them. It's like if you look in their eyes... It, it's almost like you're looking at them, but they're not there, and somebody else instead is there. And they're only interested in darkness and deception and destruction and causing pain and suffering and death, and they consider the supreme dark power as their god. So you would definitely recognize them. They, they may participate in rituals, but it's not like a religion they memorize. They are actually connected to... Um, real dark beings above them who are usually not in physical bodies and they can appear in different forms. That's actually something they experience. And people with this particular type of insanity feel that they are the representatives of darkness on the planet. And you're not likely to meet any of them in person ever because they're real busy taking their orders from non-physical demonic beings above them. And on the physical level, their time spent organizing and running multi-level power structures to control life on Earth. Uh, their purpose in controlling life is to destroy it, everything, including themselves. And that's often not understood. What they're doing is a conscious suicide mission. And they just... Uh, they're not really intimidated, the intimidating creatures that they um, they seem to be. They just look like they are um, to victims of other levels of insanity below where they are. But they're more like the Wizard of Oz. They look incredibly scary and act and sound that way until you know what's behind it. So if you wanted to categorize the types of insanity that that present themselves as as infections in this pandemic they might be the highest level say level five the most severely ill from the real pandemic of insanity and their whole whole purpose in life is darkness and evil originally they were at one time maybe a long time ago regular people you wouldn't guess that now and there are a lot of belief systems that say that they're intrinsically evil, that they're some kind of other being, and they're they're from a different source, and you know, not really conscious beings. But I found that that's actually not the case. They they have a plan for the ritual, ceremonial sacrifice of the life on Earth, and the organization below them has all different levels of people who serve them without understanding the real nature of the plan. But each level, it's an incredible organization that they've set up. Each level is given a different understanding of what they're working for by these level five um, pandemic victims that have identified with evil. So if you go down one level, I would I, you could say that the level four pandemic victims are the top level corporate and financial rulers. Some of them are involved in what you could call the banking industry, but it's way above the level that's visible. Ronald Bernard, who may still eventually be on the show, uh, was just touching the edges of this. Uh, generally, these people aren't visible to the public at all, and their names aren't known. So if you heard their real names, you would not recognize them, I would suspect. 
and they're involved in all kinds of horrible things that I don't even want to describe here. And they organize and instigate and make sure they're paid for wars and famines and other disasters uh, for humanity, arranging to support both sides in major conflicts. They carry out the enslavement and destruction worldwide through central banks and other global organizations. And they they look like um, high-level evil beings, almost as bad as level five. They're definitely very sick victims of the real pandemic. But then if you step down again to what you could call level three victims of the pandemic, that they're the visible world leaders in governments and corporations, and that includes banks and media and uh, non-government organizations and things like that, NGOs. Um, global health authority figures are also uh, part of this level. You know, people like, well, the biggest health authority figures now aren't even doctors. They're people like uh, Bill Gates and Klaus Schwab and people like that who tell everybody what to do as far as health is, is concerned. And their motivation is money and power and luxurious lifestyle. And they just get real excited about having power over other people. And they think they're in the elite. And they can keep the rewards coming into them by following orders without any question. They're addicted to the drug of power over huge numbers of people. And they just follow orders all day from people above them as the figureheads of power. But in reality, these impressive bosses are just slaves. They get the public praise or blame for their actions because as uh, world rulers, they're visible. And um, they keep the population unaware of where the orders are coming from or that they're even obeying orders all the time. So I'd say that that level three type of insanity uh, we've been trained to see as normal in the rulers of the world and rulers of countries, rulers of government agencies, rulers of uh, health organizations, and they make believe they're controlling people for their own good. They pretend to be selfless servants in power positions. We're talking about the real pandemic here, the levels of victims five down to three so far and i want to let you know this is not just going through this in order to say things are hopeless because they're not hopeless at all you're supposed to think they are and think that your only course to get through in good shape from what they call the pandemic is to obey everything and uh, change your life so that you give up all your freedom and there's actually a real uh, positive outcome possible that doesn't require any of that stuff and in fact requires the opposite but the visible government rulers pretend to be um, selfless servants of, of the public in positions of power and a lot of people below them in the power structure and in the general population believe and worship those leaders and that's known as Stockholm Syndrome where the, the criminal that has kidnapped you like the world leaders have done with everybody now, is looked up to and loved. And the fact that, you know, it's a, it's a mental condition, Stockholm Syndrome. Then below them, you have le- level two victims. And there's millions and millions of those. And there are people who work in the system but don't control it. And mostly thinking they're actually serving humanity, working for a higher cause, keeping us safe. Those are mostly really people with good motives. But they're definitely pandemic victims of the pandemic of insanity. And it includes most of the government and corporate employees who um, have no idea who they really work for. Public health enforcers, law enforcement, planning department workers, and how low to mid-level military are on that level. And they don't understand the projects that are that they're part of, that set humanity up for disaster, that they're being used to implement. They don't understand that. And most of them also don't understand that the education that they got and their ongoing program is based on calculated misinformation. And they may consider the public too stupid and uneducated to take, uneducated to take care of themselves so they think they're using their 
specialized education to manage and protect the public. And that's how they're being used as tools of destruction. But for the most part, they don't realize it and they really think that they're doing something good. Then there's the most widespread level, level one, the lowest of the pandemic victims, and includes the rest of us ordinary people. Symptoms are mostly two kinds. Um, first, you'll, if you notice one of those victims of the insanity pandemic, you'll notice a blind trust of authority. People tell you to put on the self-suffocation muzzle, and common sense says it doesn't stop viruses at all. Doctors and scientists say, yeah, that's true. And it's like a chain-link fence stopping mosquitoes. It's very inefficient to stop mosquitoes with a chain-link fence. So um, the people who have a blind trust of authority, which is most of the population at level one, that authority that they follow at, at any cost represents uh, Outlets like the major media, corporations, government agencies, and especially health authorities are seen with great reverence and respect. Um, all these authorities are suspend right now, especially they're suspending everyone's rights uh, when necessary, which is all the time, to protect us. So blind trust of authority is one of the things that those kind of victims have. And second, they have the belief that they're helpless and weak and dependent, and they need teams of experts to keep them safe. So they obey suicidal orders because of fear. And it's a fear that's passed down from one generation to the next generation of of, uh, level one pandemic victims, a low level. And um, the level five victims who are controlling this whole thing, they count on us holding on to our fear to keep us easy to control. And they need us to stay in fear until their work of, of uh, destruction and sacrifice of life on earth is complete, which we don't want to happen, including themselves, including their own physical death. So most of us never figured out that any kind of fear is completely optional. We don't have to have it. We could drop it any time we get ready to break the trance and, and get out of the spell. So the number one priority of the rulers, among all other things that they're hiding for us, and there's many of those, is to keep us unaware of who we are, which would put an end to the fear right away. Because the only way that the fear keeps going is this illusion that we're these helpless, weak beings that... They can do whatever they want to, and that has never been true. We're enslaving ourselves that way. So the idea for recovery from this pandemic of insanity is that if some small critical mass of people start to wake up to who we are, then the whole thing can turn around. And we could even regain the power to wake up some of the bad guys, some of the people within the power structure who could defect from the whole thing and change course. And those people wouldn't be reachable by just trying to have a normal discussion with them. They're not receptive to that. We could start getting our normal abilities back anytime we decide to. It's only imaginary that that would be really difficult. And in fact, the normal abilities would come back by themselves. We don't have to make that happen along with our full normal consciousness just by removing the blocks that we're used to that we're so used to we think they're normal what are the blocks they're all in the form of actual deep mind programs of things that aren't true that we take as reality so they detach us these blocks detach us from wisdom and common sense so we're open to believe all kinds of nonsense from authorities and people are actually believing a lot of that stuff they believe um that this pandemic is so terrible, the the one with the virus, you know, that basically there's so many people dying. That's why we're having to step over bodies whenever we go to town and things like that. They don't notice that, oh, there, there aren't any bodies. That the people who are dying in third world countries are dying from starvation and from what's being done to them now in the name of Uh, preventing the pandemic not from the uh, virus itself so the most obvious 
uh, mind program that we're believing in at the moment is this whole fake pandemic. You know, a normal person would have said, well, okay, if there's a terrible pandemic, let's see what started it, see what, what it is and what cures it. That would just be the normal non-panicking way to look at it. And uh, we'd probably ask, how is it being diagnosed? What test is being used to show that people have it? And uh, that would have been quickly exposed. Um, the real from the fake cases would be easy to dif- differentiate. And the real cases, there are some real cases where people can't breathe and they can actually get air into their lungs, but they can't get any oxygen out of it. That started from the beginning. There's not that many of them now. But even the really serious cases, um, we find out about the easily available treatments that eliminate it quickly. And if we were not victims of this pandemic of blind trust of authority, we'd look at the media and say, wait a minute, there's been several normal effective ways of of getting rid of these cases and making the people healthy again and they're all being censored what's going on with that why would they do that and that would have ended right away we would have easily seen the announced lead-ups to it like event 201 and other documents like the stars uh, sparse pandemic exercise and seen clearly that it was a staged event as well as the people involved who could have removed who could be who could have been removed from power and trained uh, to be normal again and and treated for cr- being criminally insane, which is our current condition, and hopefully they could be cured too. But that would have required a real health system, which we don't exactly have at the moment. It's being run by the same different levels of people who are afflicted by the real pandemic as everything else. And at the moment, there's a totally ridiculous medical religion instead of a real health system based on the misunderstood germ theory um, where microorganisms just attack healthy people at random and spread disease uh, that has nothing to do with your normal immunity and the fact that you can keep yourself in good shape so that none of that ever affects you anyway. Um, And they tell us that the cure for these germ-caused conditions or gene-caused conditions is poisonous chemicals labeled as medicine that happen to destroy health but are called the standard of care of of, um, disease treatment. And that if you really want to prevent the diseases in the first place, then you take poisonous chemicals and you inject them into your body, and that's really going to prevent the disease. And that kind of thing has been being done since... Just before 1800, it started in the UK, and people actually fell for that too. Even back then, common sense was not common, and people were going along with this stuff because, I guess because blind trust in authority, again, was was the rule. And it caused a lot of maiming and death of the people that got it, even back then. Um Falling for all kinds of obvious nonsense and living in fear are two primary symptoms of level one infection of the real pandemic. So if that's allowed to get worse, then the prognosis for life in the world is not very good. And the spirit of evil, which is the germ in this case, could be fatal if it's just allowed to go on. It's not really fatal in the ultimate sense. It only kills the physical bodies of the victim, but the infection itself is actually in the mind in the real pandemic, and that survives. So it'll show up again, though, in new situations and environments that the victim is born into. So um, that cycle just continues until the real infection is cured, which gives permanent immunity. Uh, So how do you cure it? How do you cure the condition, that mental, emotional condition of insanity in the real pandemic that's covering the world right now. And the only medicine that I know that actually gets rid of that disease is consciousness. So how do you get that? You know, beliefs won't do it. Beliefs don't cure it. There's people right now all over the world 
that are falling for all this stuff and believing the media and believing the so-called authorities telling us that stay away from each other, wear self-suffocation muzzles, shut down anything that you've got in terms of a independent business to make money. That's going to spread the virus too. But um, a lot of those people that are falling for it left and right have strong beliefs of all kinds of belief systems and religions, and it doesn't let them see through what's going on. So consciousness is a different type of thing. It's where you're actually able to perceive things for what they are, and common sense is involved in it too. So it's not a belief system, but in reality it's about the most important subject there is, consciousness. And it's not some new age thing where you just dance around and say you're getting conscious because you have the right language and you have some crystals or something like that or you've heard of meditation. It's something real. And it doesn't matter what part of the world you live in. It doesn't matter what belief system you belong to. It's it's accessible to anybody. So level five, the top level demonic controllers in human form um, unlikely they could be cured first because the question comes up is, all right, if you if you had an, a way to access consciousness, which is normal awareness in people, who would you use it on first? Who would you get it to? Who would you share it with? The le- level uh, five controllers at the top are probably all possessed, actually. They're not really reachable. Yeah, not that, not directly that way. And the level two high-level government corporate controllers, uh, they're totally devoted to level one, so they're probably not easy to work with. Even if you had a way to offer them consciousness right away, it's what they need. But they're really heavy-duty, dark beings that are not receptive to that stuff at all. So that's not a good place to start. Level three, the visible world leaders and the local leaders are supposedly reachable they've got contact forms on their sites and they say they really want to hear from you and all that but most of them are controlled by bribes and blackmail and fear and the ones that aren't are controlled by memorized education that keep them completely cut off from from new ways of thinking and one of the thing that's one of the things about our current educational system all the way up to university level is it's no longer based on real science which questions everything including approved government authorities that are can't be questioned now but it also um it just wants to know whatever is true and it has common sense, and that's being eliminated in modern education as fast as possible. There are a few level three officials that might be receptive to changing consciousness, but not many right now. So that makes us look at level two, the uh, workers within the system who usually have good motives, and uh, they think they're serving humanity, and most of them, um, though, are captives of their education and some some might happen to be open to expanding their awareness, um, but there's not too many of them. They're mostly pretty rare. So all that leaves you as the general public, the rest of us regular people. And it's pretty much up to us to figure out the answer to this riddle. How do we get consciousness back, out of which comes common sense and, out, and which gives power to all the good things we're trying to do on a physical level. It's the best chance I think we have in the regular people like us, not looking for magical leaders because even the you know, even the leaders that people really look up to and I think that have good motives. Recently a lot of people were thinking that about President Trump because he did a lot of great things in the world. He was building America up to be an example of how each country could look out for its own national best interest, not to go out and bother anybody else, but to take care of the people, the citizens who live there. And yet he had a lot of things that he obviously totally didn't understand. In my opinion, I mean, his followers 
would disagree with that, his devotees, and say, oh, he's, if he makes a mistake, it's actually that he's playing 5D chess. But I don't think so. I think there's just a lot of stuff he didn't understand. He did a lot of great things like bringing uh, energy self-sufficiency back to the country. That was a big deal that's been destroyed in the first few months of uh, Biden's administration. He brought a lot of business back to the country, helped the economy out a lot, um, tried to secure the borders, although he wasn't allowed to do that, and wasn't informed enough to know that he was getting the wrong advice and his his uh, advisors were telling him that he wasn't allowed to build the complete wall at the southern border. That was nonsense. That he'd be allowed to build walls in Afghanistan where America is trespassing and not allowed to build them to protect his own country, which is mandated by the uh, federal constitution. He didn't know about that. And he let uh, these crazy judges in different parts of the country tell him that his duty could not be done. You know, he really wasn't aware how that worked, and his advisors around him were not letting him know the truth. So that the only reason I bring him up, he's an example that everybody was looking to as to be the ideal leader, and he wasn't at all. And in fact, he has on his hands the catastrophic mistake of getting people to believe in the in the uh, pandemic, the fake pandemic. And more recently, even after he's out of office, telling his followers that don't want to be injected with this non-disclosed, uh, very dangerous formula in the new injections that they're following, uh, what was it, deranged pseudoscience, which is a horrible comment for him to make and makes him complicit in what has to be the death of a lot of people. So finding idealized rulers, there's not a lot of those running around. Um, everybody's pretty much following orders and most of them are not well motivated at all. Even the top level, level what I call the level five uh, victims of this real pandemic are following the orders from their own non-human controllers. And they're perpetrators and victims at the same time. Some people seeing the main issue in the world as freedom, who are really well-motivated, especially in America and actually parts of Europe. And there were a lot of Hong Kong protesters that were coming out saying, you know, they were more devoted to the original ideals of America than Americans have been. And they were saying the, the freedom is the cure, but without curing the real pandemic of insanity that is currently getting worse, freedom without consciousness won't work. If you give uh, freedom to level one victims, and they'll use it to live in fear and fight with each other over any ridiculous division they can imagine is real. So the freedom doesn't cure insanity. It just lets the real personality come through. And if you give freedom to the higher level victims, the ones that are running this fake situation right now, they'll create things like that. And um, you can't solve it with a, a system of government. Some people really believe in democracy. Other people believe in a constitutional republic. People like the ruler of Canada right now believes in communist uh, dictatorship, none of these systems get any kind of good goals. Even the Constitutional Republic in America won't work um, if it's not respected and if the principles in it are not followed, which is what the problem is right now in America. The reason it can't be followed is the consciousness is not there. And then everybody just justifies their own ways to cheat the system and each other, and they don't realize they're cheating themselves. Um, in other words, in a democracy or a republic, a government that's by, for, and of the, the people, if it's by, for, and of an insane people, it will still crash and burn, and, and the system by itself will not guarantee any kind of a good outcome. What happens if you have freedom and an unconscious population is the worst people... End up in power. Uh, 
um, which is exactly what's happened in America. They had a system that was in the founding documents as individual freedom, which is great, but without any way to create a conscious population. And so the, the people who wanted to abuse and control everybody else got into power. And right now that's what we're dealing with already all, all the way from the federal down to the um, local level. That's happened. So fighting to uh, to change the system, to fix the system itself by making it a more pure, free system of a democracy or a republic, it only works to the extent that the pandemic victims get cured first, or else the system will be used to, to do something that's bad. And when they recover their normal state, the general population, then they'll be immune to insanity. It's like getting over a disease normally and you've got antibodies to it, like measles or something, before they did the insane creation of worse strains with the injections. The normal measles for people with nutrition and sanitation was not a problem at all. And people, people who had it and got over it, they were immune for life, and it's the same with people who get over the pandemic of insanity. They get immune to insanity, and their vision gets clear. And they'll be able to understand how to stay healthy and strong on all the levels of their own being, and they won't have a crazy desire to hurt each other or fight over nonsense. And the reason they won't have any desire to harm each other is because with their perception, they'll be able to see that the other person is really them in another form and they'll respect and love that person. And it, it brings back an old quote from the scripture, which is from the uh, biblical scripture that says, love thy neighbor as thyself. And it's taken a lot of times as just some kind of a, a slogan or a thing to memorize and say, oh yeah, I'm in the really good religion because I know... Um, Love thy neighbor as thyself. And it doesn't have any value or meaning unless we actually get to the consciousness where we do it. And the only way that, that I know of that that can be done is seeing other people, even the, not just your friends, but the unpleasant people as yourself in other forms. Um, and once you do that, then the desire to cheat people or to get away with any bad actions goes away because people when they wake up to that they know that everything we do is seen you can't hide anything you can't really get away with anything if you harm somebody else even if it's justified which it always is supposedly justified then you're harming yourself and we've been trained to think that this consciousness uh, idea where you become awake is weak and passive just because you're in favor of peace and appreciating people but the opposite is true if you get that awakened kind of consciousness to each step that you go further into it you get stronger and the things that you're doing on a physical level get stronger and it spreads by resonance uh, in a way that can't be resisted so if we get to that point which can't be faked you know if we get there in time it's going to be obvious uh, and then we can affect even the rulers and get defections and changes on that end, too. It's the secret weak spot of the tyranny and of all evil. It's, it's vulnerable to people in their forgotten normal state. So the people who, th who are thinking they're evil are basically misinformed. That's not who they really are, even though they feel that way. Um, that state where you think that you're evil and you identify with it and you just serve it, it's attracted, um, interestingly enough, by, by any kind of addiction. Um, and it's kind of the same whether it's on in a country or in an per individual person. There's a, a normal energy um, around people that... Um, is supposed to protect you from negative influences and it's broken by addictions. And that can be addiction to drugs of any kind or a few other things, but the drugs can be uh, cigarettes or cocaine or marijuana or anything that that 
you go to because it makes you unaware of what's uncomfortable. That's kind of a defini- definition you could use of a drug addiction. So you can use food that way. You can use kind of uh, crazy power trips over other people. You can use legal drugs like cigarettes and alcohol and painkillers and stuff like that. And they break that protective energy field. So what it means is the first priority of everybody is consciousness, and then all the rest can work. Even at the stage we're at now, I'm sure that we can get back to normal if we take it seriously and start immediately. Everything else works as consciousness changes, and without it, you can have the best constitutional republic or or democracy or declaration of freedom and if you de- declare freedom for people that don't have their normal awareness back they'll just use the freedom to form gangs and hurt each other and things like that so consciousness is indispensable um that's a weak spot in the death star in this in the analogy to star wars and we're carrying it we have it it's like um Another analogy for what it is is, remember in the old movie, The Wizard of Oz, and Dorothy was caught in a tornado when she was taking a nap or something in the house, and the whole house got picked up in the tornado and put down in some magical alien world that she didn't want to be in. And she's, the whole movie is about her seeking ways to get back to normal, back to Kansas. And in the very end, she meets somebody who tells her, Dorothy... Look at your feet. You've got these magic shoes on. They were called ruby slippers in the movie, original movie, Wizard of Oz. And the friend said, tap your heels together three times and you'll be back home. In other words, in your normal state and where you came from. And you don't have to search for some amazing person to help you get there. And she did that and that worked. And... The thing about that movie is that that message is actually true. We've got it too. We've got the awareness internal and just have to break through to it and break the programming. And there are ways to do that. So, which all of us who know about that are working on on our own levels and trying to get cooperation with people in other parts of the world to do the same thing because even as bad as things are, they're all reversible right up to the last minute. So just want to leave you on that note of um, encouragement that this is not a terminal situation by any means. The, the fake pandemic is fake, but the real pandemic is curable. And uh, you've got it in your own internal consciousness to, to heal from it. Um, I recommend that everybody look for that as the first priority in everything they do. Check your own consciousness. Get your physical health back, which helps the internal consciousness work dramatically. And that's why the health information is all suppressed now and violently suppressed in most of the world, certainly in America. So it's a clue from the rulers. Get your health information back. Use that as a foundation and then do the internal work on consciousness. Um, that's what it's about. We're really focused on that in Planetary Healing Club, but you can do it on your own as well or with other people that realize it's a priority. And remember, too, since we're out of time and we have to wrap this up, that our Sunday shows are every week. Tomorrow, for example, 6 o'clock Pacific, 9 o'clock Eastern U.S. time, usually with some, virtually always with some inspiring guests doing some great work that you need to know about that needs more promotion and exposure. Um, And if you want to see where that's on the air and it hasn't been censored or anything, go to lostartsradio.com and that'll show all the places where you can see both the live shows and the recorded shows and the free archives. There's a lot of good information there. Um, I think that's about it. If you have the means to support us and you want to do that, we have donate buttons on lostartsradio.com and subscribestar.com slash lostartsradio. 
If you have feedback about any of these ideas or show ideas that you want to see us look at, anything like that, comments, questions, stuff, use the contact forms. And otherwise, um, the bottom line message is, if you want to help the world situation, which is pretty severe at the at the moment, and you want to help people you care about, which should be everybody, actually, and you even want to help hypnotize people in power who are completely out of it at the moment, work on yourself, because as you change and as you take care of yourself, everybody else is affected in a positive way. You're not anything like the weak, big, uh, victimized person that you've been told. You're strong and unlimited. So find the preconceptions of what's impossible, get rid of those, and um, everything else follows after that. Thanks for being with us. I'm sorry to be a minute overtime here, but um, it's nice to be able to share some of this stuff with you. Planetary Healing Club meets in half an hour. Access through planetaryhealingclub.com. And uh, have a good rest of the weekend, and we'll see you here next time. Take care of yourself. Introducing Lost Arts Radio on Subscribestar.com. Just go to Subscribestar.com slash Lost Arts Radio to find our rewards program offering 10 different giving levels starting at just 5 bucks a month. We offer incredible value for any rewards level, from extra monthly interview videos not available publicly to subscription-based Planetary Healing Club videos once, twice, or three times a month to private counseling sessions with Lost Arts Radio host Richard Sachs, to tech help with me, Doug Diamond. We even have one option where you can be the star on Lost Arts Radio as our guest on a specially produced show just for you. We conduct an interview with you and broadcast it to our growing network and listenership. Our subscribe star levels are one of a kind and offer great rewards for any budget. Please help support Lost Arts Radio. We can't do it without you. With increasing censorship on many of our channels, we really need your support today to keep doing what we're doing. As Richard says, we're not even at survival level yet. Lost Arts Radio has three weekly shows. Lost Arts Radio Live each Saturday night at 7.30 Eastern, 4.30 Pacific, which is a live stream currently on multiple platforms in case we get banned from some of the larger ones. Right now, we're on Facebook Live, Twitch, and DLive. You can access these broadcasts by going to www.lostartsradio.com live for all the links to those channels. The Planetary Healing Club meets right after Lost Arts Radio Live at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on Saturday nights. And our Sunday show with guests airs at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on Sunday nights on our Blog Talk Radio channel, our YouTube channels, Facebook pages, and on Brideon. Be sure to sign up for our free email list just in case we do get banned on big text platforms. It's just a matter of time, really. They don't like the stuff we talk about, and they do not want the truth out there. In fact, they have already attacked us numerous times. Join our free email list so we can let you know where we are and how to access our shows. The sign-up button is right on the top right on most pages of our website. The best starting point for all things Lost Arts Radio is our main site, lostartsradio.com, where you can find the hottest news selection videos that we curate just for you. Those are on the homepage and added to daily, as well as articles and breaking news about information you really need to know. Our show archives, the 10 most recent shows, are right on our homepage, as well as our Blog Talk Radio page at blogtalkradio.com slash lostartsradio, or just click the All Things Radio Show tab right on our website. We're in the podcast directory on iTunes, and all of our shows, except the banned ones, are on our YouTube channel, at Lost Arts Radio. Our Brideon page is really taking off, and we often have editors' picks videos right on their homepage. Visit Brideon.com slash channel slash Lost Arts Radio. On our site, you can also access our free listener forum as well as sign up for the Planetary Healing Club, which is just $25 a month, where you get private access to a one-on-one interaction with host Richard Sachs and myself and the other club members who participate live. More info can be found at planetaryhealingclub.com. We're providing solutions in there to make the world a better place. Come join us. 
Stay tuned because up next, you'll get to hear a really great song by an independent artist that we're doing our best to support. Go to lostartsradio.com slash music for the full list of all the great songs and bands that we spin on our audio-only podcast shows. If you're in a band and want to submit a song for consideration for airplay on Lost Arts Radio, visit my website at diamonddiscaudio.com for more information about the music placement, mastering, and mixing work that I do. Thanks again for listening to and supporting Lost Arts Radio. We love having you as part of our family to learn, experience, and grow with. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.